0: Hey y'all, it's your girl Shakira Maybone, Jada Vassar,
1: and Anthony Brinson, and this is All Shades of Chocolate, where we're bringing
2: the sweetest, the hottest, black Black culture culture to MSU. MSU.
1: Let's get it y'all. So today we're stating all facts. The reason we started this podcast is to promote diversity and inclusiveness for the black community on MSU's campus, giving students a podcast to listen to, relate to, and sympathize with. All right, let's get into the facts. So... If you guys are not familiar with me my name is anthony brinson i am the new podcast coordinator and it's very funny story how i got this position i wasn't even intending on taking this position when i first applied and i mainly just wanted to be a host of this new podcast because i have experience in my own my own podcast but a friend of mine's fellow host of the show shakira gave the idea to put me in a different position a higher position and I can give it off to her to explain why she chose to give me this position of podcast coordinator, and then we can talk about my reaction to f- finding out this news.
0: Well, thank you, Anthony. Well, first, hi guys. You might heard me from you know various episodes of um, The Dinner Table here at State News and House Lights. But again, my name is Shakira Maybone. Um, yeah, like Anthony said, well, I don't think he said that, but <laughs> anywho, I was the podcast coordinator but now I am a junior copy editor here at the State News. So, um, yeah, the reason why I chose that position as news is because I just wanted to, like, basically, I don't know, expand, like, my skills and things like that. Like, at first, I wanted to, like, go into broadcast journalism. But then I was like, okay, well, I don't know if I want to do that anymore. So maybe I would just want to write. So yeah, and I choose well I didn't chose, but uh, I felt like Anthony was gonna be good for this um the role of podcast coordinator because I don't know, I just feel like that he can handle himself well, you know, if we gave him the chance to and you know he he can he can hold his own and things like that and I just feel like he can basically you know yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, I really appreciate that when the opportunity was brought to me, I was surprised because I had no experience with the state news. I was a new employee, and to have someone have that type of faith in me, I really appreciate that. And from all the good things I hear about you being podcast coordinator and now putting me in that position as if I can keep that standard really means a lot to me. And this opportunity is really huge. It's been fun, and I'm glad to be a part of this new podcast of All Shades of Chocolate.
2: Well, speaking of copy... Hi, guys, my name is Jada. I am the senior copy editor and diversity rep for the State News. More so on the copy editor side, I do all things AP style. I edit. I even write some stories of my own. And as far as diversity rep, I make sure that the things we publish, that they fit our diversity standard and they represent as many students as possible. So as far as some things that I've done for the State News so far with me starting here February of 2022, I have wrote two stories. One of them, if you have listened to my The Dinner Table podcast, I talk about black mental health. That was my very first story. I'm really proud of that story, and it's something I want to continue writing about. And I recently just finished a story about a kind of small black group on campus, the Black Poet Society. And the president reached out to me and said hey, I want you to write us a story about what we do here. I think we could benefit some students even at your job and at Michigan State as a whole. And I was very grateful to highlight them because they're really good people. And, yeah.
0: Okay, okay.
1: Yeah, and seeing on, I think it was our first staff meeting, you um, officially become a diversity rep, and hearing about the, the status you had here at the State News, it was almost as if, It was just really inspiring to be able to work with you and Shakira with how you guys have held down the state news and everybody in the newsroom knows who you are and are very familiar with you guys and are proud to call y'all their colleagues now being a part of that. It feels like just being welcomed into another family, and I couldn't be more grateful for that.
0: Yeah, State News, it's its, it's a big family here, you know? <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Like, it's literally a family. Like, sometimes we may not get along with each other, but at the end of the day, we got each other the backs, like, for sure. So, yeah.
1: And I know you guys um, mentioned before that you both wanted to make an impact on the State News, and with this podcast being All Shades of Chocolate— if I'm not mistaken, this is the first all-black podcast, and going to an institution that's majority PWI and not really seeing anyone that, are, that look like us and familiar with our backgrounds, how would you guys describe your first experiences here at MSU being a freshman, being a black freshman, being black women freshman, and not really seeing people who look like you in the classroom?
0: Well, my experience here, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's just like, I just felt like that I was just going to be another statistic. (laughs) Mm,
1: Definitely understandable.
0: (laughs) Because I was just like, I mean, I don't know, man. I just was just rolling with the punches for real. But it was kind of weird just being in a different environment. I think um, Jada had mentioned this, like, on the dinner table. She mentioned it with um, black mental health. You know, it takes a lot of time for us to adjust to our new environments and just, like, being. Classmates with like people who are, you know, different, come from different cultures, you know, economic, you know, backgrounds mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I feel you. So, yeah, it was just like, I don't know, I just told myself, like, mm, just come on, just roll with the punches, you know. And it wasn't until like down the line I started to get, um impo- like, what's, what a thing, what is this called? I think it's called, um, I think it was like imposter syndrome. Imposter Imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. Yeah, because um, I was just seeing like you know fellow journalism journalism um classmates that was like doing way more stuff than me, and they were you know like starting off in college just like me, and you know I'm a first gen you know uh, college student, so it was just like really, I don't know, it was kind of discouraging at the time because I'm like, damn, well. What, what I'm doing wrong Or what am I not doing You know mm-hmm. So yeah It's just like It's been kind of rocky You know But yeah
1: That was a huge similar feeling That I felt Even when coming to the state news Because I remember when you guys First proposed working here And I looked at Both of you guys And just fellow Journalism students And even students who Aren't in school Or even people who aren't in school And already have such successful status And I'm just sitting here Like I don't have time to do clubs. I'm stressed out in classes. Why am I not in the position that my peers are? And Jada was actually one of the people who told me to not compare your journey to everybody's journey. Everybody's going to get to their destination at their time, and we're all going to be great. It's just we're all having different paths of achieving that greatness. And to relate to the story you said about your experience, I just remember walking into a big classroom of more than 100, 200 kids, and majority of them did not look like me and it felt really intimidating. It still feels intimidating to this day because I have another class in that same room with even more students, and it creates a good and bad feeling for me, and it just really puts a chip on my shoulder because on one end, it makes me feel that the odds are stacked against me because there's no one I can look to that would share my experience, but it also reminds me that I belong here and that I'm here for a reason, and I may be one of two black people in a classroom but we're here for a reason and our impact is going to be shown because we're already creating the diversity that may be lacking in that classroom and I know Jada you have a very similar experience to share with us as well.
2: Yeah um, I definitely can relate to what both of you guys have said but if you know me you know I have a twin sister and I kind of came to Michigan State I guess more positive you know I didn't come in like oh it's just me and you, we're the only two black people here. Like I came in like, okay, I have a sister. I'm not <laughs> alone. I don't have the room with a random person, so it's gonna be okay. But my sister and I are two completely separate majors on two opposite sides of the campus. So when I saw her, it was, hey, let's go get food, I have to run out to a class in 20 minutes. Then we saw each other and it was good night. So I definitely still related to the imposter syndrome because it felt like I was just going, but I wasn't, it wasn't me. Like I wasn't doing the things that I wanted to do because one, I didn't know how. It's my first time in college, you know, nobody's here to say, okay, this is A, B, C, and D of things you need to do while you're here. You just, you figure it out on your own. And Mm -hmm. if you trip up, you're on your own so even with her there it was I could tell that both of us were still really defeated at the end of the day because it was like Shakira said what am I doing wrong like I'm doing I'm going to class I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do but why don't I feel like I'm actually here Mm
0: -hmm. it really affects your um I don't know like self-esteem I guess definitely (laughs) yeah so yeah. As yeah,
2: you. and sorry to cut you off, but no I wanted to say that it took me, like, my whole freshman year. Like, even my second semester of freshman year, I came back, I was like, yeah, we got this. Woohoo, me and you, Janae, you know, take over the world. I came back, I was like, we're not taking over nothing. Um, we still feel the same way. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, we ain't like squat. <laughs> yeah, like, it. honestly, it took me the beginning of my sophomore year to be like, okay, I, I feel a bit better. I have a job. I have a routine that I can build. Now, how do I make sure my place is heard and known? And that's kind of why I ran to become Diversity Rep here because I wanted to not mentor, but maybe inspire other students who felt the same way I did and Mm -hmm. who said, hey, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing here. I just know I'm here. And I'm like, well, I was there too. Let me help you out as much as I can. And, you know, I like being Diversity Rep because it gives me a path. It gives me a passage to people that other people can't go to, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like I can really connect heart to heart with a lot of different students with my position and it can go beyond what do you want to write a story about you know it goes beyond what are you passionate about what has your culture made you passionate about how does that make you you what can you bring to us that nobody else has done before
0: yeah I most definitely agree because it's just like sometimes it just really get hard out here <laughs> yeah as a black student and being a first-gen student like who do i run to oh teaser (laughs) but yeah no seriously like i just be having those times i just be like bro i don't know what the i'm doing like bro come on now and it's just like i don't have nobody in my family that i'm close with let's just get that straight to go to because um I only have like what like two people that graduated from college but that it's neither my parents. That's the bad part about it. It's just my aunts and uncles and it's just like I don't feel comfortable with them to like even ask for advice but you know that's a totally different story. But yeah, it's just like We are just here to, like, just help you, just support, you know. We are supportive, y'all. Like, just, you know. (laughs) We got you. We got you because we understand, like, how hard it is to be, you know, a black student at a PWI. Like, seriously.
1: (laughs) And it just reminds me of a conversation I had with a freshman I met in the Comm Arts building. We saw him in Target. I don't know if you remember, Jada, but he was he saw me I saw him and I was like oh hey how you doing and then he said well not good he said like don't judge me but I'm on academic probation and I don't have nobody to go to and he was also a twin and he also mentioned that his brother was soaring in school and he couldn't feel comfortable going to his family because his family had already ridiculed him and told him why aren't you more like your brother why aren't your grades better and he said his family doesn't even know that he's on academic probation, and he was telling me that he didn't know what to do. He didn't have anybody to go to, and nobody looks like him in the classrooms, and he just feels it all on his own. And what I told him is that it's really difficult. I'm not going to judge you, first off, to put that out there. I'm not going to judge you based on your experiences because it's very difficult, and this is your first, well, now it was his second semester here, and first year being a um, student at MSU, the college experience and it's unlike no other like before I even came here as a freshman I hadn't been on campus at all until I was a student so it was my first day of class and seeing the not competition but just other students there and not really relating to anyone it's it can have a lot on you. And
0: yeah, that must have been really scary for you.
1: <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I didn't believe the campus was as huge as they said because my sister mm-hmm. went to U of M, and I've been on U of M Ann Arbor's campus. Yeah, yeah we're we not going to talk about that. You know, I, I don't, I don't got beef with my Wolverines, but, you know, <laughs> go green, go white. But um she went to U of M, and I had been on Ann Arbor's and Dearborn's campus, and I'm like, okay, that's pretty big, but this is manageable. It was... A culture, literally a culture shock being here Because the campus was so huge And all I see is people who don't look like me And I didn't really grow up around that It was always people who were black And occasional um, other cultures around me But it was it was a lot to get used to And I'm still getting used to it in my second year But
0: So I just want to ask you this How are you still like Do you still feel that way? Or how did you like manage that feeling? If that makes sense
1: Which feeling to be more specific?
0: Like, you know, just feeling overwhelmed, basically.
1: Yes. Like, I have um, mentioned that it's the ComArts. I think it's 147, if I'm not mistaken, the big classroom in ComArts. I showed up around, like, maybe not even 10 minutes late. It was more like 7 minutes late, and the classroom was filled with almost 300 kids. And when it seemed that much, but I didn't want to over-exaggerate it. And then the professor said, yeah, yeah, it's a bit over 250 kids in here, and it was hard to find a seat. And I look around the entire room trying to scope someone who looks like me, and, and nobody does, not majority of the kids, not the professor. And luckily I was able to find one um, black person. She was a black young lady, and she was really helpful getting the notes to me and very open and speaking to me. So not to say no one black was in there, but it was – It was a lot to look at, and it's still very intimidating. I remember I've heard friends say, like, I skipped class from seeing a lecture hall that big, and I wanted to, but I remember that chip on my shoulder that I'm here for a reason, so why would I walk away? (laughs) Definitely put my education And plus, I know what
0: class you're talking about, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Most journalism
1: (laughs) commerce students probably will, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, so with having that experience and still being a student here at MSU, I want to ask both of you guys what – led you guys to joining more clubs and being more open to getting yourself out there more while still having the stress of being new students, being new black students, and trying to handle all that struggle?
0: Well, you know, I wanted to join clubs because, you know, I really wanted to find, like, more students that, you know, of color because, Mm -hmm. you know, I just wanted to, like, I don't know, network, I guess. Definitely understand. (laughs) Because you have to, you have to network. Listen, for all our listeners out there, network. I guarantee you, it'll change your life. (laughs) But, yeah, I just really wanted to network. And then, you know, I was in clubs and school, so I I thought to myself, I was like, oh, well, maybe it won't be that bad, like, from, you know, high school and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I did got a rude awakening that is not the same because my schedule, like, overlapped. That's another thing. Please make sure, you know, your schedule is balanced and things like that. But, yeah.
1: (laughs) I yeah,
2: Um, I definitely say that, I mean, yeah, kind of like what Shakira said, the networking, and I kind of got the hard realization, and it's unfortunate to hear, but nothing's going to fall into your hand at college. Mm-hmm. You come here and you have to do, when I say everything, I mean everything mm-hmm. by yourself and for yourself, so if you want to go out there and find people. You have to do it yourself because the sad reality of it is, when you go outside and you see majority of people of the dominant race, you realize that you have to do your own research. You have to do your own searching. So I say it's really important to, especially when participation rolls around, go out there. Even if being in large crowds, and trust me, I get it, being in large crowds, it makes you nervous and you feel like you're the youngest person there and you don't know what desk to go to. But participation, it's a really good um, part of the. Year where people in clubs are really friendly and they're there to help you. And you'll spot out those black clubs. That's how I got into NABJ, which is the National Association of Black Journalists, the Michigan State chapter. I am the treasurer of this upcoming school year. And I joined that club my first semester of my freshman year during participation. And it helped me phenomenally. I've met so many other black students up who do journalism. So it made it 10 times better because now I'm seeing people who do what I want to do in real time. I'm meeting the black professors who have journalism past. I'm getting inspired every day because I joined these clubs and they're leading my path into what I want to do. So I really say it, it takes a lot of courage. And sometimes it doesn't happen in a day. So if you wake up one day and you say, "Hey, I don't think I can do it today," that's okay. Mm. But make sure you do it someday because it's not going to happen unless you take the time and make the strive to do it.
0: Oh, and plus we have Spartan Remix. You know that's that's known for like people of color in different cultures. Oh and yeah, stuff that's like the black that. side. That's the black <laughs> side. Not even black side, but you know. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's what yeah. So you know, yeah, I really agree with you, Jada. Mm-hmm.
1: Couldn't agree more with both of you. And um, just to end things on a more positive note, I know we're running a bit short on time, but I think we got a little bit to fit this in. What was some of you guys' first good experience? Like, one of the first experiences where you felt like you belong here and you could stay here?
0: That's a great question. Um, let me think about it for a minute. It's, I'm not saying, like, I just have all bad experience. No, I, just, definitely I don't, but yeah, I have no. to think about it. Um.
2: Yeah, no, I I definitely can go while you're thinking. Um, My sophomore year, even the summer before and the first semester and then now this one, it really put into perspective why I'm doing what I'm doing. Joining the state news, writing my first black mental health story, writing something that I know made an impact on people because people have came to me and said, thank you for writing what you did. It said, okay, I'm meant to be here for a reason. You know, I'm doing what I want to do, and I'm seeing the impact that I have on people through my words, you know. It's surprising I'm on a podcast because I don't think I'm a good talker, but I really love to write, and I know my words have meaning, and they knock hard at people when even if I can't say it clearly. So definitely joining the state news, and then through joining the state news, I have a wonderful opportunity with the New York Times where I am being mentored in real time by someone who works at that organization. So it's really just shaping my future in a way that I couldn't even imagine had coming in here fall of 2021 so
1: and first off I want to say you're an amazing speaker just to put that out oh thank you and I'm so happy that you got the opportunity and it's only going to be more opportunities to come with that so I know you're going to do great with that when that goes on and to talk about my own good experience to be blunt it took a while for me to have a memorable good experience and because I felt out of place at MSU at at college because I'm not someone who indulges in party culture. I don't drink. I don't smoke or anything. And I recently, shout out the story I saw on the state news Instagram of um, what's it like to be sober at MSU. A great headline. I want to read that story. But to answer that question, for me, I felt like an outcast. And I always, I'm a really friendly person, so I always interacted with others, but every time it got to a point of trying to get to friendship, it would be, hey, come take a drink, or hey, you want to go do this and that, and I had to say, like, no, I have homework, I don't, I'm don't, i not comfortable doing those things, and towards the end of my first year of school, I found a group of friends, a group of black women, actually, and they didn't do all those things, and they encouraged the fact that I was different, they were really inviting to me, and they were, they've still been some of the best people I've ever met in my life, and just having that culture around me that is more accepting really makes me feel at place here, and it was something that, again, I said earlier, I also got from the state news because everyone's greeting me here with a smile. People have thanked me for my work as podcast coordinator, and before we end off, I just want to give a big thank you to all our listeners and Jada and Shakira and everybody who's given me that warm welcome because it's made me feel much more comfortable in a new place that I hadn't been before. And really didn't have no experience in it's just someone believed in me and now I'm here so I couldn't be more grateful for that
0: yeah and um I just wanted to you know add on basically what made me feel like I belong here is I remember I just remember I did um like an enrichment program over the summer it's called Ignite at Kamar Sai um it was really fun you know I have mostly of have like black mentor and things like that so you know, it was just, like, I was scared at first, but they really made me feel comfortable because most of them, they was, like, students and grad students. Um, one of my mentors, she actually still work here under the um DEI, you know, coordinator, I guess, you know, under the Commerce side. So, yeah, you know, they just really, like, encouraged me to, like, keep on doing journalism because I was just, <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, and I really think that um, having, like, more opportunities, you know, would also help me feel more welcome, you know.
1: (laughs) Definitely. And that was great advice you gave earlier about networking because Mm -hmm. just getting those connections can really change how you view college. And with that being said, I'm pretty sure that's everything we have. Jada Shakira, is that everything? Yeah, Yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. Great first episode. And all right, y'all. Thank y'all for listening to All Shades of Chocolate, where we bring...
2: The sweetest, the hottest, black, black culture, culture to MSU. And remember to stay sweet. Bye.